Hey, Max, what's up? You get into war? You got your army hat on. Yeah, it's war time, so I'm just prepared if something happens. Yeah, you guys did draw, join NATO. I did see that. And we got yeah. Riley down here, who's probably going to be called Pixelated Riley, because his camera is like going from 720p to 180. We're like back on dial-up dial up days there. Riley, what's going on, man? Good to have you back on the show. Yeah, it must be it. The internet or something i don't know but yeah it's good to be back happy kind of back i yeah, guess you, pixelated you do look like you're in prison at this moment and probably your internet <laughs> is probably like prison internet but um i'm on some mcdonald's wi-fi right now i guess oh janky 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 we have it we would do it no other <laughs> way we might have to just turn off your camera at some point and just have voice but anyway you know what yeah. we got a podcast to talk Old about time. there was a big big 10 scale race um Let's talk about that but first we have to drop that intro nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills welcome to the no name rc podcast get ready for some serious bench racing but be warned we speak our minds express our thoughts and sometimes things can get a little rowdy hate and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left the hate coming from the right and let's get back to more club racing and less of this money grabbing book races it's hard it's not to be sense. arrogant when you're always right yeah. see what i mean that's exactly why people call you arrogant max you may not agree with everything we say but it's definitely worth a listen and our pick can you stop whatever you're doing join your host lefty the great with co-host and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our hey after that race that i watched this morning i have to talk about it Yes, indeed, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 190 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Kena White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. To my virtual left in his army hat is Max Mort. What's up, Max? Say hello to everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm going to the track tomorrow, so that's going to be nice. So exciting, so exciting. And back with us to do some 10 scale talk today. We're calling him Pixelated Riley because his camera's <laughs> acting up. Uh, what's up, Riley? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good, but my internet must be must be lacking. It's not doing that good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm going to the track I tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to any track tomorrow, unfortunately. But uh, no, I am doing some wrenching. No, I I know I don't. But we're, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, I want to say my thank yous and uh, my spiel first. So before I go on any further, thank you to everybody that supports the podcast. We can't do it without you guys, the NNRC squad around the world. We had a lot of interaction on IG last week as well. A lot of people enjoyed having Beaker back. He's freaking out over um, Vice, Vice Champions. Champions. We will have him on later on this week. I will record with him tomorrow. So he's got a whole, he's like, I'm passionate right now. So we got something good coming later on. So we're not even going to talk passionate. about that much. 
Yes, that's what he said. Uh, so thank you to all the NNRC squad who's been participating in that. I think you guys like our little reels and all that stuff. Uh, share that stuff. You know, it's fun. Uh, and thank you. You guys are supported all around the world. Seeing the downloads go up, that's great. Seeing the likes, the notification button, subscribe button on that YouTube channel going off. Remember to hit that button as well. Share the NNRC squad. Uh, and the YouTube for us. Shout out to all the patrons of the podcast. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you guys for your help. Um, yeah, we just can't do it. You guys go the extra mile. You'll get early release of JQ's rant tomorrow. So that's good. And um, thank you to the sponsors, man. We can't do this without sponsors. Remember, everybody, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. There are links, affiliate links, coupon codes, so you can save some money. There's affiliate links, help us out. We got a little slice. But they're all in the links in the written description of this podcast. And their sponsors are Invisible Speed, TZO Tires, High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Mayako, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, JQSM, G-Spec RC Tuning for all your cabling needs, Racecraft USA for all your pitting needs, Papa Willis Traction Tonic for all your traction needs, Clinic RC, he's got some cool products I think I'm going to get. Um his droop gauge and his drain, his diff drain. RCGP, House of RC, shout out to David Ronafalk and his shop, JTP RC. We're going to talk about the Jared dropping his new motor. And uh, yeah, shout out to those guys. Remember everybody showing them some love, shows up some, shows us some love. Help us out. Help us out. Show the sponsors some love. All right, guys, real quick, before we go on any further, as we're recording this, it's Tuesday, uh, and it is the 24th of May. This is actually a holiday in Bermuda as well. So it's 24th day. It's like a national holiday. It's usually when we party and we have fun. But uh, we're going to celebrate. It will be celebrated on Friday. But uh, today is actually um, Max, your newest rival's birthday. It's Barry Baker's birthday today. Happy birthday to the fabulous one. Yes. He, um, yeah. I, oh, why didn't I know that? Happy birthday to Barry. Yes. Uh, he messaged me this morning. And he's is he told me the other day that he thinks I'm scared to have all him on the podcast with you and Joseph. And I said, no, it's more about <laughs> logistics. You know, you guys are seven hours ahead of me. He's three hours oh, behind man. me. But um, he it's happy it's happy fifty second birthday to the fabulous one. I was talking to him this morning. He is in full agreement with JQ on the vice champion, and he is actually going to come on next week and be my guest. So we're going to record with him. He says he has a lot to get off his chest, especially about you, Max. So. Uh, it should be interesting. Maybe we can line it up so we can all do it together. But it's kind of hard. See, I'm I'm giving you new guests thanks to my. Well, I mean he's an old guest, but yes, but people have wanted him back my... on, and we have some great oh, conversations. Yeah. He that? has some great stories. He's been in RC for so long, and like he was in California, like Orange County and all that, like where, where everyone birthday. was. Yeah. Also, um, big shout out and congratulations to my friend Danny the Hammer Smith and his wife Lisa. AKA Pit Chick, their YouTube channel is like super growing. They got 20 million views on a short, I think, of her refueling a car. And wow, I've watched their YouTube grow to like 12,000 subs off that. And that's really cool. That's A. And yeah, congratulations to them. You know what I mean? I'm still watching my one video on TikTok get like a thousand plus views or more a day, which isn't much. But it's going up. And it's just of that fifth scale car leaving pit lane. All right. So anyway, what's been going on with you, Max? Let's tell us what's been up with you. 
Uh, you have a nationals coming up this weekend. You versus JQ. Yeah. I really think this should have been you versus JQ. Winner of this race gets to go to RCGP. But I never got to propose that to JQ, and I know he would have never accepted that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would have been a good idea. But yeah, I mean, uh, I've been I've been at the track like twice this year. Okay, like tracks open at quite late, and I I was sick and then busy and then sick again, so I couldn't couldn't go this track. So now I will go in tomorrow again, just the final run in before the race. All right. Nothing, nothing uh, much more. Just getting back into racing and such. So you're just like pretty much breaking your car in then? You haven't even started doing anything? Oh, well, I mean, the car is broken in. I mean, okay. I started testing and all that. Just just like final tests before the race and check that everything's working. So, t- so tell us, like, what, how are you liking your Mayaku? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I haven't spoken about it. No, but I mean, it's been great. Um, the car drives. Don't give me that. More. It's so dialed attitude. Don't give me that on this podcast. Give me the What's truth. So dialed. Like, oh, no, it's my I car mean, so it's, dialed. Just tell me. It's, like, it's, it's very um, natural to drive. It doesn't okay. have too many sort of uh, tweaks that it always does. Like, a lot of cars have their issues that it's like you just can't get rid of them. But this car, like you can, you can tune it much to a lot to your liking, and then you can have it handle very differently, still be fast and easy to drive. Really? And yeah, it's it's the the thing about this car is, which is crazy, it's super calm. Like you don't have to worry about it being too nervous. So that's okay. that's something that I found. I still I still haven't found a setup for me that I sort of would say is my baseline. But I, I think I've been working towards it and trying to find what, what, what affects anything. Because, like, yeah, we, we haven't driven a car before, which has um, a positive, uh, uh, sorry, a negative, um, negative offset rear hub with a high KPI front end. Okay. So, uh, those have been the biggest things. I personally have so far, like, zero KPI. Just because of okay. the linearity of it. All right. Uh, how about compared to your Black Edition? Real quick, just give me a synopsis, and then we'll move on to Riley. To to Black Edition, comparing it, it's it's just more all around car than the Black Edition. I think the okay. Black Edition had a very sort of narrow path, which it was fast in, but this car sort of takes that speed and that path, and then just widens it so that you can work around much different conditions and the car is much more forgiving for you around different conditions okay more options really sweet and so the race this weekend is uh how far away from you uh it's about an hour and a half or so okay so it's like it's a home close, track yeah kind of ivy i mean it's one of them like people always go there because it opens first in the spring because he's riding the south Mm-hmm. so like that's the first track to open so almost everyone knows the track quite well so it's gonna be an interesting race sweet well i hope you beat jq really i do uh because i know he's gonna that's all he's gonna talk about is beating you this weekend riley yeah. what's up dude what about you um what's the question what have you been up to dude it's been a while since you've been on her um well, I just moved to Omaha. 
that's that's a pretty big life change for me. Um, it's the biggest city I've ever lived in. Um, technically, I don't even live in the city. I kind of live in the country of Omaha, mm-hmm. which is like just a, just the surrounding area. But yeah, no small city near Omaha. It's 15 minute drive to the to the Plex, which is so nice. I love living really there you close go. to the track. It's been it's been a few years since I've lived close to a track like this, and mm-hmm. so yeah, just trying to make the most of that. But we just finished the first round of the summer series at the Plex. We had 211 entries, which is like more than the nationals and like the last couple ten scale races. So that's huge for the hobby Plex. Um, personally, I've switched back to stock. I'm not racing mod um, until I do well at a national. Pink pinion. Uh, yeah, I'm full on pink pinion right now, but I'm gonna stay that way until I do good at a national race. Not so much a national like a roar national but like just like a ins something like that if i if i make the main i'll probably go back to go back up to mod i just are you gonna like enjoy full like crazy? actually like driving the car full okay. crazy like titanium stuff yeah yeah oh out in your stock car no it's okay if you so want. i i'm basically no i'm basically just racing my mod car but in my mod car i also had the ceramic transmission bearings but other than that i don't have anything on my car okay a couple of titanium ah. screws but like not the not a kit or nothing all right but you're enjoying it and you're racing this weekend right you're racing at the plex this weekend yep yeah racing okay. friday and saturday family friday and then saturday but yeah been enjoying racing stock because like you're driving the car so much differently it's like i think socks harder than mod at this point because mod you can clear everything easily you can you can learn how to build grip and the slipper saves you a lot but i oh okay so i did take my slipper out that's like the Mm. only like lightweight thing i've done in my car okay right but yeah all right yeah yep so does the plex get a lot of 10 scale entries as well dude they get so many we just filled up our uh our ins race which has 300 but for local races it, it gets quite a good 10 skill showing i'd say on the dirt right showing yep yeah on the, on the yeah, same so, dirt track okay cool. yeah so in the summer it's uh it's 10 scale and then the it's in the winter they don't race much of they don't even club race 10 scale except for on fridays but it's so their friday is like they're like novice plex day bring whatever run whatever it doesn't really matter but then their Saturdays, they're like actual club day. And okay. yeah, so in the winter, it's eighth scale, and in the summer, it's 10th scale. Riley, I do think you're going to have to turn off your camera. It's kind of lagging a little bit. Man. And okay, here, I'll try without the camera. There we go. But now we're just going to see a talking dot. That's right. <laughs> you're going to gotta, we're gonna have to get wanna... Riley some better internet. All right. So I've been busy. I've been wrenching. Uh, I finished off a white edition, an actual white edition, like the old white edition that I've had it for a while. It's been on there. Finished that off. I'm waiting for a Dremel proper sending wheel so I can do my finish off my body and all that stuff. Started on my techno truck, uh, which is cool. Um, I have not built a different eight scale platform, even though it's 10 scale, I guess. But you know what I mean? I've not built a... And this is made out of all the techno stuff that you will get on their kits, race kits. Uh, so it's it's a it's nice to build something different, you know. Uh, this is my first eight scale type kit that I've built differently from a JQ in many many years. Uh, and speaking of many many years, it's uh, this weekend kind of marks or this date 
kind of marks five years kind of where I met JQ and um, started this crazy, crazy, crazy ride that went on so far. Uh, yeah. So it was May. He had come here for the race. And yeah. So yeah. Getting back to my doing RC of some extent. I have a video that I'm unboxing video of this boat that I'm going to try and do over 100 miles an hour with. I'm going to do all of that and get all that going and put it on the YouTubes. And yeah, celebrate. Just trying to get back doing RC. I can't really race. So I'm going to bash and have fun and do that and geek out over racing. And of course, I'm going to Italy. So that's in the back of my mind planning for that and RCGP. So all good stuff. But uh, enough about us, guys. It's good catching up with you guys. And then we haven't been together for a podcast for a while. I know everybody doesn't want to hear about what we're doing. But uh, we have to talk about some RC news. And this week's RC news is brought to you by high tech rc high tech rcd is a lead in rc systems delivering the highest performance and reliability supported by a dedicated customer service personnel the hsbc 9381th servers and the db 778 wps have efficient brushless motors titanium gears low consumption constant output and a metal case the db 778 wps are great for your 10 scale on-road and off-road uh programs as for the 938, you want to use them in your eight scale program. And uh, I'm going to be putting them in my Mayako, which I'm going to be building next. They're all manufactured with the high technology and using their industrial servo technology and innovation that they have gotten from the, in, the that side of servo making. So they also have the RDX2 charger, which I'll be using while I chase my record of going over 100 miles an hour with my boat. It can charge up to four. It can charge two battery packs at a time. I'm charging two successes off it, monitoring off my phone with their Bluetooth dongle. Trust in high tech air server and charger headquarters. Visit hightechrcd.com where to buy to find your nearest high tech retailer. Thank you, high tech, for all your support. And um, yeah. All right. So going in this week, we have a little bit of news. There was some, it was a lot of racing this weekend. Once again, lots of racing everywhere. Dude, I even saw Hara was racing this weekend, Max. Him? Yeah. Never racing raced. the I guess the Infinity car. He won somewhere in Asia. Uh, just a lot of racing, even in Europe. We had the e-buggy Euros in Europe, which we're not going to talk about this week. This podcast, because JQ, is, I'm going to record with him tomorrow, and that will come out Friday. But uh, congratulations to Kanas. He won that. And uh, Bruno Coelho second. Who was third? Was it Orlovsky? Uh, yeah, or last third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go more in depth with that. Uh, Lutz went to LCRC. They had a big race up there, nice big northeast race. Joe Bornhorst went there as well. Uh, I read Lutz's race board. They had an epic battle in Nitro, and Lutz came out the victory. A uh, victor, him, Bornhorst, and Mechanic had a great battle. Great track, uh, I'm sure. So congratulations to Lutz. I know he needs that. I don't know what happened to Max's camera. But uh, congratulations to him. A nice win for Lutz. Uh, Tebow, he went on to the Lone Star Challenge. So this is the third race in Joey's US Cup Open, Open Cup, whatever, where he's going to give the winner 10K. So Tebow went there and he was the only real, it was Tebow and um, B-Rose was second. And I think uh, Wiggins third. So uh, the track looked great. I must admit, when they do Thornhill up, it looks so good. Like when they paint. The yeah. inside, unfortunately, it doesn't last a long time. 
they need to seal it like they do at the IBC track with the glue, paint it yeah. and seal it. Yeah, but yeah, Thornhill always looks pretty great. <sighs> I want to go to that smooth. track so bad. Yeah, oh, I want to go. Yeah, I only live like nine hours away. I need to go. Really? That's not like that's a doable drive. Very doable. Oh yeah, no. People make it all the time. They'll, they'll go. Yeah. They'll go down in club race, like from Kansas yeah. City area, which is, which is fairly close. Max, what are you doing? You're making all this rattling noise in your mic. It's you rattling. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh. So uh, anyway. I no, I hear it too. It's not me. Okay, that's yeah, Max. I, I... Scratchy, scratchy. Uh, why I brought up this race is because remember that the winner of this, this is supposed to be the third race in the series that Joey's putting on. So the winner of this race does get $10,000. So Mayfield's won two, T-Bird's won one, and the last one will be at uh, Joey's track if he hasn't announced the date. So uh, this could have implications, you know, and money, money implications. Uh, unfortunately, we can't really follow it anywhere. So we don't know what's really going on here. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Riley, did you see that Tebow's new engine dropped officially? Yeah, I did. The, what is it? B21, uh, whatever it is. But yeah, it's the newer engine. It looks good. Excited yeah, for it's, him. Uh, I know he's, he's had pretty good luck with his OS MX engines. Yeah, uh, I think he... He he did a lot of testing. I know he even still used some of his older MX engines until he fully went racing with these. Uh, but he finally announced them. It's called the JTP MX N04R. It's the OSB B2104 base engine with MX modifications, EBIS break-in by MX, JTP, JTP design cooling head, the 22E carb, 6mm and 6.5mm carb Venturis, osp3 plug he says you can purchase these uh dm the jtp shop page or you can shoot him an email at jared tebow products at yahoo.com and the price is 600 shipped or 580 in person uh thoughts on this engine there max you're muted unmute yourself yeah, I've been hearing good things about Maxim engines, and I've seen them work pretty well. So I, I doubt they've changed anything massively. So probably be a decent engine. It's like slightly different to the OS, uh, a bit more power too. I don't know if this model is the exact one, but yeah, Max Maxima engines have been pretty good. Uh, some people have preferred them to the OS, but I don't really know which one's better. But yeah, it's it's most likely going to be a pretty good engine. Right, but to see that MX is going to still be modifying them and they're going to be breaking in by MX, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that was they were going to be still that involved with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the company doesn't go away, even though the old owner uh, passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. But I think the company will still try and stay in RC. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Riley, how about you, man? Did you have you said you had some notes? Did you have any news to go over before we move on to some some race recaps? Um, no. Most of the stuff that I have notes on is from the race. All right, like yeah, like just little insides. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. I mean, that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, like I said, we were going to talk about the effort e buggy euros, but 
Joseph was there. He also filmed them, by the way. If you guys want to mm. see that, he released the finals. I mean, obviously, they're mostly of Rana Falk, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's who he was there to film, obviously. But once we see those, and I'll have him on her tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, he has a lot to talk about. So even people that... Like that, listen to the podcast. They're like, oh, yeah, like that in Europe. They message me and say, oh, the podcast is going to be fire with JQ. So they know something good's yeah. coming. So we're going to look at the J Concepts NCTS race that was held up in the North uh, Northwest Hobbies because there were some fireworks up there and there was some good racing. And this was like a warm up race as well. So before we go on any further, this race crap, race, sorry, race crap, <laughs> race recap is brought to you. By TNR Fuels, which has nothing to do with this because it's all about 10 scale. But here at the NNR, NNRC, we're all about that glory. And that glory is Nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest Nitro fuel on the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family. Made by racers for racers. If you want to get some TNR fuel, get it. It's, I see everybody's getting it. Hit him up. Uh, get some more information. to carry it in your hobby shop. Uh, he's shipping international as well. Uh, hit them up at chris at tnrfuels.com. Go by, hit up their page on Facebook, Instagram. Give them a like. A uh, shout out to Chris and his family. Good people. They got a big project in the works. I can't wait to see all of that come to fruition. Really good people. Check them out. Lender, give them your support, people. I don't know you heard from them on the podcast. All right. J Concepts race this weekend, guys. It's all about 10 scale. Big carpet race. Kind of like the warm up for the first ever carpet nationals that's coming up at this exact race track in a month's time uh this was held in northwest hobbies which is pretty interesting in itself because this is an old sears store right max so you know like a big yeah. i don't know if you know what yeah. sears is but like a smaller version of walmart back in the day you know what yeah. i mean uh so they have this whole building they have uh let me bring up my buddy said they have uh, have you you know anything about this as well, Riley? Have you have a minder? Have you? It's a little bit out of your way. Is this the track with like eight tracks? Yes. Yeah. So, so basically, just imagine a mall that like is for RC cars. Yes. Yeah. Not like a big giant mall, but like huge. you know, like a Sears. Yeah, not like a big America's mall, but uh, my buddy said it's a mall located about an hour and a half outside of Portland. It's formerly a Sears building. It has two off-road carpet tracks, the large racetrack and a smaller one, about two-thirds of the size that we saw. It also has a medium-sized on-road track, a concrete oval, drift track, a crawler course. It also has like a full shop. And it also has a smaller bash-style track uh, for smaller moderate RCs. In addition, another part, they have a small engine repair as well as UTV repair area. So these people are... Combining RC and, you know, other things similar to like LCRC, LCRC's RC, and he fixes motorbikes and four wheels. So this, I've been watching this hobby shop grow. The guy was doing a lot of Facebook lives. I think it's pretty cool. Believe it or not, there's a lot of buildings like this open and empty in America. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because Sirius is going out. Of, yeah. Are they still in business, Riley? Or are they, I don't I'm not sure. Um, I think they might be, but they only have like less than a hundred locations it, it, right so like it used to be massive there used to be one in every mall and then after they took the, took it out of my mall i kind of stopped I, I stopped keeping track yeah 
So also another example of this was I went, when I was in North Carolina, I went with Mike Hill and his dad. His dad was into slot car racing, drag racing, slot cars and then slot cars. So we went and this was similar. It was like an old mall and these people had a big spot of it. They had like a little oval track, uh, slot car drag racing. And we did some like slot car racing on their track. The same things were fast. And you just kind of like, it's hard to believe that these big spaces are open and they're perfect for RC tracks. Like perfect. Yeah. You know, in America, is- there's spaces like that all over the, not just old Sears buildings. Like there's just tons of tons of buildings in America that are just vacant waiting for t- tenants. Crazy. Uh, I thought the track was pretty good. I, I liked it. It was super fast, super busy. It was short. I mean, it's not that big, but man, those guys are flying, dude. They were flying so fast. The carpet, man, brings up that traction. Yeah. All right. Well, what are your thoughts on the track? That's what uh, I think it's fast. Give me you guys' thoughts. That's what this is what a discussion is. Max, Riley, what are your thoughts? You go ahead, uh, Riley. We'll, we'll let Riley go second. He's the, he's the 10 scale expert. Do you have the I, do you have the video of the track? I do. I'll put it up. You, you talk about yeah, the track and I'll bring up the video of the track. Yeah, I think. Yeah, carpet is actually, I think, a lot of the times more interesting when the tracks are more sort of American. I think the issue with carpet is the cars go so fast, like overtaking is so difficult. So I don't know, like that's, especially the faster the tracks go, that's always an issue. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's kind of a hard call. It, I like more simple tracks, but then they tend to be more high speed. And this one definitely was more high speed. Um, but then again, it's tiny in size, so it's kind of a weird, weird combo. But yeah, to me, uh, track was okay. Just it's super yeah. fast, dude. Yeah, super it's fast. so fast, and for me, it's impossible to overtake any anywhere. But they did. It's they so did. Like, yeah, but without touching and being super clean, and because Good. like it's so you have to be so tight, so on the line. It's, yeah. Max isn't too impressed with the track. You go ahead, Riley. Tell us what you think. So when I first looked at it, I thought it was like just a, it looked like a bigger plex. Like the plex has a carpet track, and it kind of looks similar similar to this, but this one has a little bit longer straightaway. Um, it's just a little bit. A little bit wider, like long ways wider. But um, I think the track was all right. I mean, they, there wasn't really much opportunity to pass. Like after the stairs, you could pass if somebody got a little wrong. But the chicane onto the straightaway, I think that's a bad idea. And then the chicane after the straightaway, I don't like that. Just because, one, it breaks parts. Two, it's high speed. And three, it, there's no way you're passing through that. After the straightaway, there should always be a passing area. And something like something that you have to hit not not like a pipe in a chicane but i don't know the, the rest of the layout it's kind of like american carpet-esque i could see but oh it's Brock not not a racing track into. that i dude this race is the race that set off all the drama oh yeah we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about yeah. that this is a one of four wheel drive i was talking I was talking with Tom and he thinks that uh that Brock's that Brock's to blame, but I don't know. I think that Spencer is because 
if you watch it in slow motion, all these incidents right here, somebody had a mistake or left the door open before the move was made. And then if the move like got dirty, it's because they came down on each other. Like Spencer, there's a couple of times in this race where Spencer just doesn't leave any room after he got like cleaned out. But I think, he got uh... cleaned out and then Brock got the track position or Spencer got the track position. So I don't see any problem with it. It's going to happen right. in the middle, right in front of the driver's stand when it does. So we're just going to go right into this. Forget it. We're, we're going to go into results and all that there later. Let's get into the drama right off the bat, because that's what people want to hear. All right. So mm -hmm. this is A1, right? This is one right of there. these, the one of the I'm incidents. Right. Now, I actually agree with you on that, Riley. I think that was a racing incident, because I think Rifkin kind of left that yeah, door open and, yeah. Track and Brock went tight. for it. Yeah, door was open. But that wasn't, that was just Rifkin going under. And this is what amazed me. Yeah. Look how fast Rifkin gets back and back to him. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't go on to win. Brock does. But this this is what triggered an already brewing rivalry because these guys went at the last carpet race in Vegas. I was told. Yeah, and I'm I mean, pretty sure there was some. All right, let's do it like this. We're going to go Max and then Riley. Yeah. So you go ahead, Max. Yeah, so in my opinion, like, the reason why Brock left is because Associated favorites Rivkin. That's how That's I, what I was going to say. So I think like, you know, this rivalry has been there for a while. It's just been trying yes. to be kept under wraps. And now it's like full blown. And like, I mean, yeah. Should we talk about like J concepts in this? And well, and this like, is what, okay. So let's deep in the drama. Right. Yeah, of course. We're going to go right into the drama because I, I heard what happened after. Like, so uh, we saw that there was some banging going on before that, by the way, as well, like yeah. in the beginning of the race between them. But I think that was pretty, it was rough, but yeah, I get it. That incident with Spencer, I'm kind of with Riley. What was you going to say, Riley? Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to say exactly what Max said about how the reason Brock left Associated was because they favored Spencer. That's exactly what it was in my, my eyes. But I, uh, I think that yes, I think this was more Spencer getting a hot head and just overdriving Brock for no reason. But we haven't seen a three. You should probably put that one up. Yeah, That's, I'm putting that up now. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Last um, incident's kind of crazy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, I think Spencer's kind of fed up with getting punted right now because he got punted in e truggy at silver state really hard like he did now i don't think the, yeah. the driver that did it did it on purpose but spencer was pissed off about it like and, and i like hey, look Keenan. i'm liking this spencer i'm liking the i'm gonna wear my emotions spencer on my is, sleeve spencer yeah spencer is much more fiery but i, Wait, don't know I got something to say really because he drives his best i got something when he's one second riley fun. one second because, like, remember 2015 when he won the world championship? Mm -hmm. He didn't give a shit. Like, he was, that was probably like he, one of his first world championships. He was just there driving, having fun. And I think that's the when Rivkin does his best. But, I mean, yeah, I could be wrong, but I think it's good that he has rivalry, but he, sh he needs to get some, some sort of successes here soon because right. he's, most of the most of these times like he's getting the short end of the stick like i guess now yeah he won but yeah he's yeah he's, he's got to get like a little bit aggressive he's got to put his elbows out 
I don't yeah. was out. Um, go ahead, Riley. Like, By the way, real quick, yeah. everybody, this is A3, uh, courtesy of Live RC. I pay my $5 every month, and we just go directly to this main. It's well worth it for me. Uh, Dakota fan actually wins this. Um, but the Rive, watch this race. Right now, we got going on with Brock and Srivkin. By the way, Rivkin is the only person that's doing that triple down there. And it was it made so much it made a lot of time up. Go ahead, Riley. Sorry. What was you gonna say? Yeah, so I was just talking. I wanted to talk about that Silver State e Chuggy uh, race. So if you watch at the beginning when they're lining up, the dude that took out Spencer goes mm -hmm. into reverse to go into his spot. He what? Sorry, repeat that. He reversed. He reversed into his spot. He went backwards while his car was still going forward, like it still pointed in the forwards direction. I did not see that. I would have to I would have to see that to you, fully understand what you mean by it. He just backed up. Like reverse. Like you're uh, illegally reversed, but the, like Oh, you he mean under the clock. So Oh, so you mean because he had reverse on his car? Yeah, he had reverse on his car like a basher. Yeah, but a lot of people have reverse on the e truggies and e buggies in RC eight scale. But not like not in a, not in a race situation so long as he doesn't use it in a race situation well, <laughs> was he racing yeah, when but, he used it i okay i get what no, you mean he, i get what you mean <laughs> i'm just saying the guy that took him out looked like a basher before the race even started oh okay. he's not though he's actually really good so okay there we see all right let's <laughs> go back all right so riley was telling me about reverse <laughs> Uh, so they're near the end of this race. Um, this is Brock and can you see this, guys? So this is Brock and Rivkin going at it. They're really going at it. it. It's yeah, but it's coming up. Point. So is it a little bit? Oh, yeah. Shucks. That's the end. Let's go back. All right. Two laps to but, go. But there, there's Rivkin getting at Brock, right? You see that? So he's walking on. This is where I believe he said, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I heard he said. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hannah looks so uncomfortable up there. Who looks so uncomfortable up there? How much was it? Two laps to Hannah, go? But... Hannah Hardson. She looks so oh, yeah. uncomfortable. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so this is where this starts getting sketchy. So, I think it's on the next lap. So we got Brock in front. Max, are you watching this? Uh, yeah. Mac, Mac, Brock's in front, and that's Rivkin. And he's coming on, and he's always and he, he bumps Brock right there once, right? That's you see that? I thought time, that though. was no. That was was it three times? Dude, he he. So Spencer and Brock got into it on that double before this before the here it comes here it comes. All right, so that's where um. So let's watch that again. Here we go. So Spencer hits him in that same spot right there, right? Two but, laps in a row. Right. Two laps in a row. And then Brock. I don't think I can't see from this angle, but it doesn't look like the hit pushed him to that way. It just looks like he got frustrated and he gunned it over there and he crashed. But I think whoever's making that noise, can you stop, please? Um Yeah, I think it was something. Yeah, so that starts that like 
So if Spencer doesn't stop, I think Spencer should have stopped or something should have happened because he hit him twice in that spot. Like, twice in that spot. I don't like the think same Brock place. got frustrated. Like, I watched it pretty slow, and I think that, that Spencer hit Brock and Brock wasn't able to get his car going back straight. Maybe let's let's go back a, a fraction and have a look. Hold on, that's that's I I unfortunately no, I can't so, I can't slow so this Spencer on. Spencer completely this. cleans out Brock on this double that's on the left right there. Uh huh. Spence, and so that's why Spencer's charging to catch back up right now. That's why he's behind. They were together earlier in the race. Right, but look how fast Brock catches him up. Like you, like are you so pissed off right now? So pissed oh, yeah, off. He's, is pissed look how fast they're going at the end of that straightaway damn i don't but like you got to think about it this guy has a title he's a world champion and he's hit this guy three times in one race yeah but i get why spencer's doing that he's pissed off and here he goes and i bet you this is what spencer's saying this is what it's spencer's saying yeah that's what it was like in a1 i yeah i raced you just like you raced me in a1 fuck off that's what I would. That's what I would be saying right now. I think that's what Spencer Rifkin's saying. They're like actually fighting, fighting. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. But what I like oh, is how Ronima, Spencer leaves Ronima's like a guy in between them. I don't look. Yeah. So anyway, I heard. I think Spencer goes over and does the interview. Her. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's on. Is it on her? Maybe. I don't think we can hear it, but uh, hold on. Let me see. Yep. That's what he has to say. Uh, no, just leave it on. Uh, it was going. Could you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me turn off this. One second. Um, yeah, no, he talks about the incident in A1. All right, but let me turn this up. So that's what he has champion? to say. Okay. Here with Spencer Ripken, man, all the way down there at the end, you guys bumped and grind in the first one. Now in this one, what are you thinking on that uh, that wing kind of clipping right there? What, what was up? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing in uh, AMA number one. So um, he wants to drive me like that. I'll drive him right back, right back how he wants to drive me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not fun when we're out there, you know, battling with pins and needles, but, I mean... The first main was ridiculous. I thought I got the short end of the stick. It came down to MA number three. Um, yeah, I mean, I gave him a little tap. All right. I like this Spencer Rifkin. I really do. Yeah. I like this Spencer he's Rifkin. Fired up. Yeah, he's fired I like up. it. I thought it was going to be with Fend, but him and Brock are, are enemies. I like it. So this is what I heard. So my source <laughs> at the race, like this is what my source at the race told me. He said after that, Brock was screaming at Rona. In the pits, in front of everybody, tell him to pick a side. Like, meltdown city, right there at the race. And you know, Rona does not like that. Like, Rona likes everything to be cool and calm at the race and everything in private. So I, 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 I just, you like, of course, Rona's going to pick Rifkin. Rifkin's of way more value to J Concepts than Brock Champlin. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy, uh, I think... I get why Brock's upset. I get it. I get it. But I get why Rifkin's upset too. But I love this rivalry. I love it. I love it. I'm loving yeah. it. I'm loving it. Uh, they really dislike each other. They really do. And 
and and and, Sp- and Spencer's got a lot of haters. So I was lo- looking on the YouTube chat, like there was people in there, like yeah, go fuck yourself, like Spencer Rifkin, like not like there was one guy, like yeah, just don't. like oh, I was like they were ripping into him. So I think yeah. he's embracing the hate and just saying, oh well, people's not yeah. gonna like me anyway. I might as well just fucking do it, like and putting his elbows out. Yeah, he must yeah. have said after after Silver State, like I'm fucking yeah, I'm going. But uh. Yeah, Riley. So, what else did you hear? What else did you hear about this? You heard any, anything else about this incident? I I told you guys about this, oh, by man. the way. I told you guys about this. I didn't uh, know uh, about J. Row getting yelled at, but I did. I didn't know that Brock was getting all all yelled at for a second by Spencer. Um, man, what else do I know? Oh, I heard about TLR having some prototype parts on that too. I'm not surprised so, about that. So, dude, that way, was where's insane. the where's second, the TLR eight scale? We're talking about that later. Proto- they Probably on the bench. For, they, yeah, they have like ten prototypes already. What's going on, guys? Yeah, it hasn't been released yet. It hasn't been released yet. But let's talk about this because they're killing it in ten scale right now. Dude. They are killing. Dude, it. their oh, yeah. two wheel is stupid dialed. They figured some stuff out. So, I, what I think is. I, I seen like a little like a picture of, of the car in air and I zoomed in real close. And I think that there's some some stuff in the rear end that's different. Like the uh the rear hinge or not hinge pin, but the rear uh ball stud mount looks a little bit different. And then I think the transmission looks a little bit different, but it also looks the same. So I'm probably wrong on that one. But if I look at the front end, the front end looks a little bit different. Like the caster block looks a little bit different, and then the the what is that? The steering block looks a little bit different. Like the steering blocks yeah. tab for the ball stud looks like it's a little bit longer. So that can make things a little bit smoother, shorter, yeah. shorter yeah, yeah. steering link. Yeah. But, they, and, but let's talk about it. I mean, TLR dominated this event. Fenn would have won four wheel drive, but in his first a one, he was leading like so far in front and then something happened where his car stopped. And then in the second race, he actually f- crashed and then fell so far back, but two wheel drive, he killed it. Uh, he killed it in, uh, he killed it in the last main, Cav was good. Cav was good at this race. Look, let's just all right. We give Cav, we gave Cav a lot of crap about eight scale, but he is one of the drivers that has reinvented yeah. himself and figured out this carpet racing out of these old guys because older guys. Tebow is a race in ten scale anymore. Mayfield was. Let, let's bring up some results here. See where Mayfield was. Riley, can you do that? Well, I got it right here. Yeah. Uh so let's see. Um, you want to say qualifying? Sixteen four wheel drive and then uh I don't even see him in two wheel drive. Yeah, like did oh, he make two wheel drive? Cavalry qualified fifth in four wheel and got third in four wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Cavalry definitely is the strongest. Yeah, Cavalry definitely is looking very strong in tennis. Like he's been sometimes out qualifying fan, which is kind of amazing. Um, like his eight scale has been the biggest issue, to be honest. Right, which is surprising. Out of these, so like, so let's look at Tasman because this is these are guys who do ten scale on a regular. Tasman mm. sixth, Mayfield fifth in in two wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, where's four wheel drive? Um, Tasman yeah, fifth, drive. Mayfield sixth. Yeah, sixth. I'm gonna be honest with you. The race is the right now on carpet. Right now, it is. The race is between Fandis on top, number one in America. Oh, on top. yeah, no doubt. Cavalari, Rifkin, and and, and Brock. Those are your Brock. four 
race main guys. Yeah. I don't see. I don't think we're gonna see Mayfield and. Uh, I don't think we're gonna see Mayfield and Ty catch those guys. And no, I, no, no. I don't know if these young guys are gonna catch them. I mean, they are coming. I just like Aaron Kaufman's really good. I know Harley Yosh is really good. Yeah, but I mean, look at Rinder, look at Rinderknecht and all these kids. Yeah, well, look at Matthew Gonzalez. He's down in ninth, and then David Bada, who's moved out to Mod, which is good to see. He's in eleventh. I mean, those are two hopefuls. But yeah, yeah, I think Cav has really adapted to ten scale carpet. And the thing is, I told you guys before this, like it's the future. Like five years from now, mm-hmm. dirt racing, or I would say ten years from now, dirt like clay racing. 10 scale is going to be few and far between. It's all going to be carpet mm-hmm. because it's just so much easier. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Riley? Oh, yeah. Carpet. Um, I don't know about I, – I think carpet will be like 75% of 10 scale racing. I wouldn't say more than that just because dirt racing has complete different characteristics and people go mm-hmm. out of their way to get those that carpet just doesn't offer. So. I think there will still be dirt tracks. Like I'm pretty sure the Plex will be here for the next 10 years, so I don't have to worry. But, yeah, I think other people definitely will have to worry about their track going to carpet. Uh, all right. So let, why do you think that uh, Mayfield and Tessman are having such a hard time uh, with this carpet stuff, Max? Um, I think they're just more focused on eight scale and uh, carpet isn't like you have to have a very different driving style and approach. For some reason, I'm surprised Tessman is that bad that he's been at these races because he's been good on carpet before. Mayfield has never been that good on carpet. He's always better when it's lower grip or at least sort of inconsistent grip or not not sort of like this sort of where the car sticks too much like carpet it usually does so mayfield i think he's never sort of been good on carpet testman i can see him be really good on carpet so that's why i'm a bit confused why he isn't performing quite well it yeah it doesn't look very good mm-hmm. um so yeah it's, it's really hard to say but for mayfield i'd say the issue is just he's more focused on eight scale for testmen, it might be a practice. It might just be sort of where he gets to test. So if he mm-hmm. doesn't have any tracks to test that, that could be one of the reasons. I would agree with that. But, uh, yeah. All right. Um, what else, Riley? Who impressed you at this I race? I want to talk. Go ahead. There you go, buddy. Oh, well, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why testmen and Mayfield – aren't doing that great so first off okay. mayfield he's kind of a team guy in my eyes i always saw him better when he had like two or three people he could like relay information with this race he's pretty much by himself i don't think there was another yokomo or at least there definitely wasn't another fast mod yokomo guy there and i think the reason testman hasn't been doing well so to like build on max max's point of mayfield never being good on carpet i kind of disagree with that because i've seen him like go overseas to Japan and wax all their guys. And I've seen him, I've seen him travel and do really, really good on carpet. It's just, I haven't seen him do that like recently. So yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's, I, I, I don't, he, he's not, a, I, I've never seen him. Yeah. Like Mayfield came to EOS and finished, I think second or third or whatever it was. And 
and he's he's been like Mayfield is good on carpet, but he's never sort of that number one guy on carpet. Whereas on dirt, he could could be. And Tessman, I've seen him do yeah. good on carpet at EOS. He did few rounds at EOS. Yeah, he's he was really bad at 2015 Worlds, but then sort of all the other carpet races he's been to, he's been all right. He's not that great, but he's compared to other Americans, he's he should be up there. So uh, I think it's just like just, lack of practice on this surface and then set up, finding the good setup. Yeah, I think that Tessman just needs like a local track and then he'd be gnarly yeah. fast at 10 scale. But he just hasn't, he needs to live somewhere else. And that's just, I don't think going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially now with COVID, like he's, he's, struggling to get the races at times it seems so I, don't no, know if just- I talked to him it's not that bad as he said it, it, he, he's able to drive across the water pretty freely now uh okay so I mean, it's not still, as bad it's, it's like a one day two day drive yeah it's far like to go to college like that's that's a long time to waste just on traveling mm-hmm. instead of uh you know living in california and flying to these races or living in any, anywhere else like midwest or well if he was to live in the right? states if he was to live in the states it definitely would not be cali i don't think so anyways just because of price to, to live there okay yeah sure but i mean yeah in terms of rc midwest or like right now if i was someone who was looking to go pro in rc i moved out to midwest you know mm-hmm. There's so many fast guys, like, and the th- the thing that there's so many like rising fast guys mm-hmm. that you get a lot of attention through them. So, yeah, I think, right. I think Midwest right now is like the the move to Omaha, Nebraska. Form. Do not move to Omaha, Nebraska, Max. That sounds awful, dude. That's the yeah. that's the place to be. Hey, so. Uh, we this is where the nationals will be. Corporate nationals will be at this race in a month's time, so we get to see Brock and these guys go at it. So I, I get it. Here's the thing: I get it why Brock has to do good at these races because he he's not really doing well on dirt. He's not doing well on he hasn't run run eight scale when yeah. he did. He wasn't doing well. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say he's yeah, not I doing well, know. but he's not. He's not winning. You know, like Brock is known as a he's carpet not exceeding specialist. expectations. Right. Uh, so yeah. he's known as the carpet expert. So he's supposed to win all these type of races. Yeah. But I, I just think that uh, Fenn's got his number. I think Fenn's got all these guys' numbers. I think oh, like, if yeah. Europeans came yeah. tomorrow, Fenn is my pick to beat the Europeans. Oh, 100%. It's, it's like to me, if there was worlds held on carpet, uh, I'd if be. If there was a worlds held on carpet Fenn. or dirt, Fenn's going to win. I'm sorry. No. Okay. I Mikhail Orlowski, dude. Yeah, yeah he's it, good. If it's on if it's on carpet, it's between Fend, Orlowski, and Coelho. If it's okay. on dirt, it's between like Fend, Coelho, maybe someone like Ongaro or Ronfolk. Mayfield. Uh, uh, I don't skill, know. definitely Mayfield's in the equation. Cavalry. Mayfield is in, but like yeah, Mayfield and Cav should always be in. Tessman. It needs to be sort of their style of track. It can't be something they are not comfortable with. 
but yeah, tool drive in my opinion is much more interesting. There's much more variables in tool drive. Yeah, it's Be it's because there there you like all the cars are pretty like you could like last time like Umara was about to win the world in tool drive, and just at the end like Rivkin ended up winning it, but. Yeah, tool drive is going to be much more interesting. Yokomo has a great car. TLR now has a good car. Uh, Schumacher and Associated all have a decent car. Obviously, Schumacher suffers when it's when it's dirt. But yeah, I mean, ten scale is looking like American level of ten scale has risen quite drastically. But Years it's not level, as deep. It's not as deep as European racing. Oh, hundred percent. Because everybody's yeah. still running yeah. stock. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people who should be at the sort of next step below the pros, that that a lot of that crowd is still running stock and doing like goofy stuff. Whereas in Europe, like everyone runs mod, everyone tries to sort of race against the competition. And I think sort of the the depth of the field in Europe is much deeper. I would then agree. Again, like I like I got to be honest now. I'm not comfortable saying Orlowski is better than Fend on carpet even. I am telling you, you know? guys now, and you have to fucking admit it. Let's let's just fucking say it right now. Dakota Fenn right now is the best all-around driver out there in both disciplines, eight scale and fucking two and ten scale. Simple as that. If if we count just those two classes, yes, yes. agree. But if we count touring with it, then I'm not, I'm not, I'm just counting these yeah. two classes because yeah. Mayfield yeah. runs both class. So Mayfield. So, all right. So this is how I look at it right now. And this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings right now at a USA American eight scale race, two people are winning. There's another couple guys that can win, but I know two people are going to be in the hunt. Dakota fan or Ryan Mayfield. Now, from third back, there's a plethora of people. And there's no offense to my friend, like Tebow. I think Mason Fuller is one of these guys that could beat these guys. I know. I think Tebow can beat them, too, you know. But these guys are showing up right now. I think right now, like, Mayfield's obviously confident. Like, he's got that confidence oh, in eight yeah. scale. Dakota Fenn can win at any eight scale track, but he's probably not as confident as, as, as Mayfield. But in 10 scale now... Fend shows up and he can win anywhere. I think. Oh, Fend is like Fend is the Mayfield of ten scale, you know. Right. He's doing so for me, eight scale. Yeah, that makes him the better all-around driver at this exact moment right now in RC. Yeah, I, he is the better all-around driver. I I agree. I think Orlowski is better than both. No, Orlowski no, doesn't he, have the eight scale. Yeah, he just uh, got pedigree. third though. Yeah. No, that he does no, not have the eight scale he, pedigree of fucking yeah, Fen, dude. That, Trust that's, me. Yeah, that's yeah but he also that, and that's e buggy. That's e buggy. No, no, no. Exactly. That's what. That's why he can't be put in. I said best all around driver right hey, now. Mikel yeah. does on road. That should count for something. We're not talking about that. We're talking yeah, about ten me, scale. But if like, okay, okay, and and eight scale. I want to say this because people always forget this. But Bruno Coelho is a world champion in touring. He's the European champion in eight scale off road, and he's a European and a world champion in ten scale off road. Like he's hands down the most all around talented guy in RC, no doubt. I agree there. 
But All right now, if we if we take just ten scale and eight scale, so the best sort of off road all rounder, uh yeah, you I gotta be I gotta be agree with agreeing with you here. It's it's gonna be a fan. And Orlowski has not. I I get it. You want to be for Orlowski, Riley. I get that because he just finished third at the e in Euros. And I like Orlowski, and he's damn good in 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 ten scale and touring and and all that stuff. Not as good as Coelho and touring, but he has to cut his teeth. Nitro is a whole fucking different animal, like completely oh, different yeah, from e buggy. Yeah. Like you could like these guys are pissed off about not being in these e buggy euros. Trust me, but they don't give a fuck. Like they'll focus like, oh yeah, Nitro is the glory. That's where we're going. So Mikel has to prove himself there, whereas Fen's already doing that and has done that. For, but he's won. Yeah, he's been racing Nitro for so long. Ten years. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He won his first Raw National Championship like 2013. Yeah, but he won his first ever eight scale championship this year. So Macau has a long well, yeah, way to he, go. He's, he's still. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Fence won Chuggy and. Yeah. Right, but right now, if I like right now, if there was a ten scale worlds right now on carpet or dirt, I think I'm picking Van. Right now, to Nationals or Worlds. Worlds. Uh carpet, I'm picking Michelle. Uh oh, I didn't say it would be a damn good fight in carpet, but in in, in dirt, yeah. I think he wins. Yeah, in dirt it's gonna be yeah, it's yeah, fend, I think. Depends on the I track, just think he's the best all round driver. If it's the European style track, Fen's gonna suffer a bit, but if it's anything sort of American, I think yeah, Fen is going to show all you guys who keep saying that it's a, a European style track. Uh, he's going to the fucking world warm ups here, apparently. I think, and I think it doesn't matter. I think Fen's going to be good. I think Fen and Mayfield are going to be good at the worlds and a few other Americans. But right now, on carpet, right now, or to dirt, yeah, if they had a worlds right now in 10 skill, Fen wins. I'm sorry. What do you think, Riley? I know, okay, on carpet, it's going to be a very big battle team. Him, Orlowski, Coelho, and 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 probably like Brock and those guys. But right now, anyway, I, I think he is. I Max says he agrees. Riley, do you, do what, who's, who's the best all-round guy for you right now? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Riley hey, don't know too much about Riley. the 8-scale stuff, see? Yeah, no, I, I do. I follow 8-scale. It's just, I... I don't know. I feel like ah, man, Mayfield's just so credible, but Cav is so like if we're talking about right now, probably Finn. But like if we're talking about the most credible goat, we're we're talking about Cav. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, but that's a different. No, but we're talking about like right now at the yeah, time. Right at now, this time. Yeah, but actually, one thing I thought of, which is interesting, right now in America, there isn't that sort of uh, because. Back in the day, you remember Ryan, Ryan, and Tebow. You know, that was the, like, mm -hmm. every time Scotty was saying Ryan, Ryan, Tebow, that was the top three. Like, sometimes Lutz came in. Sometimes there was some other guys. Like, back in the day, Drake and Threw, he were in there. But that was always the three. Like, Ryan, Ryan, Tebow. But right now, you don't have that. You have Mayfield, sometimes Fend, and then the rest. Then Fuller. on. Fuller's yeah, been I mean, a consistent third. Consistent third, but I mean, not even close to winning. Let's be like, oh, I, think like he's on I the love cusp. Fuller. I love Fuller, and I think he's going to win soon. 
but so far he hasn't had that sort of ride where he could have. He has not. He has not. It's coming though. It's coming. It is. It is for sure. And I, uh, yeah, I'm fully a fan of him, but I, I just, this is just a fact. (laughs) Sorry, but, um, yeah. So we have intense scale. We have Dakota Fend, who's almost winning everything. We have Ravikin, Champlain, and then sometimes Cavalry. So we have a big sort of gap at the top on both lots. Because before it was always Ryan, Ryan, Tebow. You had three cars. There's mm. always like an even testman showing up in, in uh, at the later days. You know, there's always like three or four drivers who could win every race they went to. Right now, it's just like Fender Mayfield on eight scale and ten scale. It's like Fender and if Fender blows out, then maybe Rivkin. You know, so it's there's there's no sort of like uh, depth of the top five where they could all fight for the win. I feel so that that's disappointing in American scene because whereas in Europe there's like Canas can win, Ongara can win, Ronafol can win. It's more sort of balanced right now uh, in European, especially age scale. Than it is in America. Where did Kinnan start? Wasn't it six? Who? Keenan froze. Kanas. He. Where did Kanas start? Oh uh, yeah, he's he started sixth in Ibagi. That's crazy. Uh, All right. So before we sign out, her we got the nationals coming up her uh, in a few weeks. Carpet nationals and the dirt nationals. Um. Make your pick real quick, Riley. Who you think's gonna win? Uh, and who you think's gonna do well in stock at this race? I wanted to pick your brain real quick on that. Which one, dirt or carpet? On the carpet one. All right. So, man, um, Tom Rendernick's gonna win. <laughs> That's a fanboy. Whoa. Whoa, he is a Tom Whoa. fan. Okay, Tomboy, dude. If Tom wins this race, I'll shave my head. But stock or mod? <laughs> or can he, he run both? To, he has to win. I don't think he's running stock two wheel, but if he's running both mod two wheel and mod four wheel, if he has, if he wins both, I'll shave my head. Wow. Okay, you said but, that on the podcast. Yeah, that's now locked in. But first, it is pretty locked in. But um, for stock, oh man. Who the fuck um, even races stock? Why do we pick stock? Because I think Brennan Schimmel's gonna win it. Okay, he's been killing it on. See, they're gonna be Brennan. See, they're gonna be Brennan or Kyle Go, or yeah, like a local. Go their that. locals, their locals destroyed Doug Leverrier. Like, <laughs> like I think Doug got like sixth. I gotta look. It was pretty bad, and I, I would all expect right. Doug to clean up on all their locals. But, all right, what's yeah, the percentage? I don't, I don't really know. What's the percentage of another Brock and Rivkin blow up at the Nationals in a month's time, Max? Pretty damn um, About a 50-50, yeah. Really? Because, I got it at yeah, fucking... 90? 80-20. No, I mean, it could be, like, if we're talking carpet nets, like, they could just... They could be different speeds. Like, Brock, strong in four-wheel four drive. Like, Brock could win four-wheel drive. Two-wheel drive, Brock could suck. Or he could be, like, second. Rave can you don't really know. Tool drive is the more I don't think they're gonna clash in full drive. Uh, the associated car is better now, but still uh, I don't know. 
that's yeah, the I think fan opinion, though. Yeah, in my opinion, though, like it's pretty clear, fan will want two wheel drive. I'd like to be, pick Brock for four wheel drive, but I, I, I afraid it's just like fan is too confident. Like if he wins two wheel drive, he's just like dominating. But yeah, I'll go with fan two wheel drive. Um, Brock second, Spencer third, and then um, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Brock full drive, then Rivkin and Fend. That's my top okay. three. Uh, what's the over under that uh, Brock is going from J Concepts after that meltdown? I doubt it. Like he's been there all the time, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but this is like, getting to a head right here. Spencer yeah, Rivkin, and, star, world champion, national champion. Like, I'm like afraid for Brock because like right now it seems like every sponsor he's got he's getting into mm-hmm. trouble with. Like AE now J Concepts, like just Reds. <laughs> yeah, Reds. even like Reds he has issues with. Yeah, he has issues with everything. Yeah. How about you, Riley? So, what about you? Any clues and comments before we get out of her? I don't think that will that Brock will get kicked off of J concepts, but if he does, I guess oh, no. I won't be surprised because Brock's kind of a spaz yeah. when it comes to things that he says. But yeah, no, I I still think that this whole weekend, the all the drama was because Spencer doesn't like Brock and he hates losing to him more, and he just couldn't hold his little hatred for Brock in, and so there was drama. But I really – so if you watch the A1, Spencer and Brock do get into it a couple times. But every single time, the person that did the hacking was the bigger loser of the situation. So I really think that there shouldn't have been any drama in A3. I don't think that Spencer should have drove the bumper, the back bumper off of Brock because I guarantee you Brock doesn't have a bumper on that thing hanging still. And so, yeah. Those are those are my little closing statements about that situation. Um, and also, I, I should also like build on that a little bit. So this has been going since Vegas. It happened in Vegas too. Brock cleaned out Spencer. So now mm-hmm. it's probably it's probably one one. I would say. I, I think that it should it should just go away, and there shouldn't be drama like that. Like I think the drama should be more or less who won instead of who took who out. But whatever. This is racing, dude. It's always yeah. gonna happen. But I, I love mean- it. Imagine, like, guys, imagine the scenario where instead of some, I mean, coverage looked good, though. So live RC, like, basic coverage, there was some guy filming with a camera, like, behind the scenes, you'd see it, all that. How much drama and sort of enjoyment could we get out of this? RC is, like, RC is interesting, and stuff like this, like, it makes it more interesting. Hey, my, my, uh, I always... People take this stuff seriously. Look, yeah, but at this point, that's money. What's all the money? Mm-hmm. What's all the money? Livelihood. Yeah, I you probably always just lost two grand getting taken out like that. Exactly. I always film after the race coming off the driver's mm-hmm. stand or after mm-hmm. a race, after a yeah. big pro amen. I always yeah. sit around and film it because I know there's going to be some comments or some heated comments. I did it at Silver State, I did it at DNC. Um, and it's just my spot because that's where you're going to catch people in the heat of moment. And that's what we need. I love that stuff. I love, I love this new Spencer. It's like saying, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, pro- I think Brock's going at JC. I think he's going shortly, if not by the end of the year. 
Uh, I think at the end of the year he'll leave. Yeah, I think I don't know where he goes yeah. because that's. But then again, Schumacher and JC have a relationship too, so who knows? Yeah. Um, I think that Rivkin. I think I just think these guys don't like each other. I think Rivkin and Fenn have a thing going as well, but this is Brock's, Brock's thing is taking is over. Having, maybe Rivkin just having things with everyone. Yeah, you know. why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? We need that bad boy. There we go. Rivkin's a new bad boy of RC. There I said it. <laughs> I said it. Um, new crybaby of RC. See, see, see. Now we're gonna get in trouble. But I like that. I like Ryan. <laughs> didn't, but didn't didn't Cav used to like take tantrums too? Yes, yes. So, so um, I mean, he's just learning from his sort of. Uh, I, I mean, like Mayfield's come on, had like, some tantrums. Like yeah, like oh, Mayfield had some, but like Cavalier Larry used to throw tantrums. Oh too. yes, I think, like he was sort of the big brother. Dude, Mayfield brings it of, like associated. I don't know. I don't know. Mayfield oh. brings a spare radio just just in case he smashes one. So. Nah, he's over that. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think Mayfield's. I think Mayfield's <laughs> much more calm these days. I haven't seen him rage like that anymore. Because before he used to be like going mad yeah, it's and been a while. Like driving like insane. But he he doesn't do that no more. So um, maybe he got therapy. So I mean, yeah, true true story. Why not? Why not? So. I heard also that Cav and and Dakota saw all this take place with with uh, Rona and Brock, and I heard someone said, "Hey, Cav, remember when you used to do that?" And they just burst out laughing. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Um, oh, but I mean, come on, like, it's true though. It's true. Cav used to make off. Cav. Yeah, Cav. I, I watch Cavalry. Yeah, he will tell everyone off. Not just I like, watch Cavalry. Fuck Richard Saxon off. One time, yeah. <laughs> like, and I was just like, "Whoa, like, damn!" So, um, yeah. I, I get, I bet Cav probably saw that and probably said, "I know where I feel for you, Brock." But it ain't gonna get you nowhere. I think it's all to JC. I think Brock. Um, yeah, this this rivalry isn't over. It's gonna boil over, and I like it. So we have Schumacher versus AE right now, and then TLR beating everybody. Yeah. So, did you guys watch the live stream? Um, I did not. I, um, I I'm sorry. I caught that last little bit of the interview. The last minute. I caught the last oh, yeah. main live of the of the weekend. Max, no, no, no I didn't saw. I didn't saw the interview. But I mean, okay. So I'll talk yeah, about. Rikin was quite. Yeah, Rikin was quite. Uh, quite aggressive. Real quick, Riley, because we're gonna wrap it up soon. What did you want to talk about? Yeah, I'll, I'll just talk about the coverage. So this was done by Mod. Oh which is yes. basically done through LiveRC, but this is Matt Olson designs. Yes. So Matt and his, I think, girlfriend go to the races with sometimes help, but this time was just him and his girlfriend, I do believe. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll talk about the negatives, and I'll talk about what I like. So first off, the negatives are his microphone. I, it either needs to be completely turned off or he needs a completely different microphone because that thing is like, an inch away from his mouth and it catches every single breath. And I even told mm. him this and he changed, I heard him messing with it and it didn't really adjust it too much, but that's a negative. Um, another negative is they're doing a raffle. So basically in my eyes, what I see by this raffle is it doesn't make, uh, he's not making enough money from J concepts to be out there. 
And so he's doing a raffle, which it, it's it's kind of like a 50-50 negative positive thing for me. So the negative, it just doesn't look very professional. The positive, it definitely helps out. Like he's getting another income to go to races. I, I, I do understand why he's doing it. Just personally, I don't think it's very moral. Um, but yeah, that's that's my probably last negative. He him and his his girlfriend they're doing pretty awesome though. Otherwise, yes. like the less oh, the less Matt talks, awesome. the more enjoyable I find it. But <laughs> his girlfriend, for the little experience that she has doing camera work, she does a really awesome job. She does she does good zooming in and staying on focus with whoever's the entertaining battle at the the moment. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to comment because. Camera work is much more important to people and stuff. Like a lot of these age scale events have fucking shitty ass camera work. Like this race seemed to have pretty good. Like the camera stayed on the car. So actually having a good cameraman is is a pretty big deal for it looking professional. Uh real quick, I wanted to touch yeah. on that. I did want to shout out to Matt because he does a damn good job. Um I did like the guy who was calling the races at the race, so he could have left him race. He was pretty good. I enjoy Matt too. I get your pet peeves. I'm trying to work that up with my personal Lavalier mics as well. Um, not hearing every breath, but for what he does with his girlfriend and maybe just some help, he does it. And you know what? I know he doesn't make a lot of money because I'm going to these races and I'm just about, you know, I'm not making any money. You know what I mean? I am spending a little bit of, you know, I'm using podcast money to go there and all that type of stuff. So he's not getting a lot of money doing this. He's super busy. So I get it. Why you have to make some money. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just I glad just, that we have it. I just think because we had some good racing. I just think that he should like charge more. If he's if he doesn't think he's getting enough, he needs to charge more. I know he that wants comes. to be at that race though, bottom line. Right, but that comes. So he made a worked out a deal with uh J Concepts to get that. And he has to stick within that budget the entire time while he's out there. You know, he has to make that budget work. So and then hopefully next year he gets more budget. But it's just like yeah, anything, you I just think, put that Yeah. The thing with Matt is he's starting out. Like he's he has a very good work ethic. He does things that look good. So I think if Matt keeps growing this, this could become something that live RC sort of incorporates into their thing as well. Like having well, he Matt does work with them. Do all of the... Yeah, but yeah. This but is... like having them like having Matt be part of the team and then have someone announcing or someone from live RC doing some stuff. Be Tyler Hooks or Scotty or whoever, but like I think this sort of if Matt can build something that works with two people, and then you have one person free to do anything else. Like, come on, that like that's great. Yeah, but see what it is. You have to understand the reason that people can afford to have him to do this at races is because he doesn't cost as much as Live RC. So, oh yeah, yeah, but he I has mean, to he... do it. He's a but, great option if you can't get live RC there. So yeah, he the just needs to figure like, it out think, where he can make. I know where I know the process that is at because I'm kind of yeah. there myself. We're in different. He's building up. He's building right. up. We're in dip, different I atmospheres. What up? So, so, so J Concepts is the host for the race. They can choose what tracks they want to go to. So, what I think is there should be a ballot for tracks to decide what to what race they they pick but they should also have like a fee to place your ballot and then use that money and then use that for media 
Even yeah, but tracks ain't making no money now. Tracks like yeah. let's let's do the yeah. math. Yeah. Let's uh, how many see it how many entries successful track. See how many entries at this race. So because yeah, Jay Concept has to make money is. too, right? Yeah, this is this is so there were two hundred and eight yeah, entries at tough. this race. Two hundred and eight entries. So um that's like you know that, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but to uh, people, tracks are just trying to make the money as well. J Concept's got to make the money, and Matt has to get some money in in, in the return for yeah. this. And I think it, it it's just I'm telling you, Riley, the money ain't there. Like it's it's these companies are very they guard the money. Like they are they're paying so much. Like could you imagine how much you think so, J Concept is paying for travel for its team? And for its team probably five to ten grand. What are you insane? They're probably paying way more than that. And don't forget, they're also taking the media person with them to every race. J Concepts only has like five or six people that they they fly out. They have to fly out. Yeah, but they, I'm telling you, like how contracts are done. Like they have to, so they have to fly out. Um, they have to fly out Rivkin and Mayfield, right? Then they had to fly out Hannah, and then they have, and Rona was there. Then they had like, if you look on the East Coast, they had Born Horse. I'm not saying they gave him money. Maybe they he has, you know, all these different drivers. They probably have travel budgets that Jay Concepts contributes to. So if he go, if Born Horse goes to this race at LCRC, maybe he used a little bit of budget from her. You know, that's how it works. So I bet you they're paying out a lot, and then they're sending the media. So this race, 200 entries. Plus media, plus that. Like I'm telling you, like the track has yeah. to make money. But I, I think it's... I think I don't think races like this need like high, like super high level coverage because that's not like exactly what the race is about. I think this level Matt's putting out is enough. It's perfect. I think it's, it's perfect. perfect for this type of race. Yeah, I think it's perfect. But I think the 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 point I was trying to get at was I think Matt has this functioning system with like minimum effort mm-hmm. so maybe he can show live rc some things or show race organizers some things how to make the process of streaming these events smoother and by that uh, cheaper so in the future uh like being to hire live rc would be cheaper they would have to have less people in uh, to produce higher level of coverage well, like that's, the, that's the issue done. though max it's 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 live rc is on a different level and it's like RC Racing TV. Matt's her. Live RC's her. They got big expensive cameras. They got crews. They got all that type of stuff. Matt's doing this. Like it's like me going to Silver yeah, State yeah, with my is. GoPro and doing what I do. It's different levels. He's better than that than what I'm doing. So I don't think Matt's gonna be like Live RC is gonna be. I hope it can be for the Nationals. Anyway, he does a good job. I'm glad he does it. We can. I'm, we can go on about this forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think we gotta end this. We've been going on about it. Congratulations to Dakota Fan. Congratulations to Spencer Rifkin. Congratulations to Cavalieri. Looking good out yeah. there in ten skin. Solid, solid again. Yeah. And thank you, Cavalier Brock and Rifkin. Most impressive guy. I would have to agree with you, uh, Riley. I would truly agree with you there. He was very impressive. Um. Thank you, Brock and Rivkin, for the entertainment. It made my weekend. Really, it did. I love it. I love it. 
All right, guys. Uh, with that said, I think that's the end of our podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we, we know what? I forgot to do this at the beginning, but if you listen to this podcast, this podcast is part one of a giveaway that I'm actually doing for a new sponsor that I'll announce on Friday. Uh, so the, the, this is part one of this question. It's a hint more than anything. And then you're going to have to try and guess who it is. So this new sponsor spot has two world champions that I know of that run this product and they are in two different disciplines. So one's in 10 scale off-road and one is in 10 scale touring. That's all I'm going to say. You can tune in on Friday and you can win. You're gonna, we're going to give away one of our products and people's going to want it. So check that out. Uh, we'll do that. Thank you to uh, all the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you to all the patrons of the podcast. We can't do it without you guys. Appreciate that. Uh, also to the sponsors of this podcast. Thank you. We can't do it without you. We can't do it without you guys going there and supporting that using the links. Uh, coupon codes or let's let these sponsors know that you heard about them on the nnrc they are invisible speed tzo 200 tires high-tech rtd tnr fuels myaco beach rc techno rc lugs racing tires jqsm jeep spec rc rc tuning papa willie's traction tonic racecraft usa clinic rc rcgp house of rc the dr race shop jtp rc Max, thank you for your time. Riley, thank you for your time. I like Riley. He isn't scared to say it how he feels. I like that. Um, Max, you'll be back answering questions this week on podcast on Friday's yeah. podcast. Riley, we'll be. I think we'll get together after the Carpet Nationals. Right on. That's the next big ten scale race. Uh, have fun this weekend, you two at your races. Max, go get some sleep. I know it's late there. Riley, yeah, thank you for your time. God. Yeah, remember everybody. I gotta, dude, the glory. Like, I gotta fucking I gotta fucking wake up at six a.m. tomorrow to go to the track. Fuck. Oh, well, you get six a.m. and go to the track. <laughs> I gotta go to the track. Um, you know what? Nitro is the glory. E buggy pays the bills. Stay tuned for the e buggy Euro recap with JQ. We'll be dropping on Friday. Hit that notification button. Sure. Say goodbye, Max. Say goodbye, Riley. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy RC. Uh, go buy a Mayako. <laughs> All right, Max. All right, Roddy. Goodbye, say goodbye to everybody. When Max was when Max was doing his piece, I also was doing a piece, but you couldn't see it. Okay. Yeah, we're peace brothers. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, guys, thank you for your RC time. RC is for everybody. RC is for everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Everything. Everyone. No, I changed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys have a good evening thank you for your time everybody lefty yeah. max and riley we're out short Peace outro out.